Hey everybody, Raylan Casper White here with another festive episode of X-Ray. Uh, it's Smart Week, uh, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm excited to let you know that I have my very first uh, physics slash astronomy. Can I say that? Uh, physics and astronomy uh, professor. He gave me a thumbs up for those that are just on the audio. Um, Clifford Johnson, uh, lovely man extraordinaire, sexy accent if I do say so myself. Uh, here to talk about what I like to call physics for dummies, because I am just, I'm baffled all the time. I, I get baffled. I'm, I'm like I'm intimidated by buying an iPhone 6. I'm still on the 4. <laughs> um, how long have you been uh, prof professoring physics? Oh, gosh, professoring. Uh, or just dealing um, with, were you a child that was into physics and like sure, throwing apples from trees and shit? I, I was a child that was into science. I, I, you know, in my opinion, all kids are into science, and some of them, make careers of it, and some of them go off and do other things. Like become uh, actors. For example. Right. Right. You're asking questions about how stuff works, how the world around you works, figuring out how to walk and all of that stuff. That's all actually the same process we use to figure out things about science. So, so the answer is all my life. Um, but um, but in terms of professoring in physics, as it were, with you know papers saying that I'm qualified to do this, I suppose the mid 90s. Mid 90s. Okay. All right. All right. You look very youthful. So I guess you're older than than you look. But I won't ask. I uh, like to respect men and women both. We have we have special creams. You do have special like a lot of <laughs> shea butter. <laughs> Probably in, a lot of shea butter. <laughs> it's a physics uh, <laughs> physics secret. Yeah. <laughs> I work on the nature of time, so I get to exploit there you go. some of the. So okay, <laughs> so this is something you know. It's funny. I I watched Chernobyl. Did you see that miniseries Chernobyl? Actually, I haven't yet. I've I heard really it's great. liked it. I liked it because he explained nuclear fission. You know what I mean? I didn't know ah. the nuclear fission. I'm just still confounded by how we even discovered. And Adam, you know what I mean? Like, how are we exploring things that are not are naked to the human eye? You know what I mean? And how do we really verify that? Or is there still a chance that a hundred years from now they're going to debunk all this shit? Well, you know, there's two key things to any sort of solid bit of science, right? There's the there's the explanation. There's you know the story you tell to say why this stuff happens, right? Right. Um, that's one component, but the other component is you also predict things that you then go out and measure right. and check that the predictions are correct. Okay. So the story ends up being consistent and tells you new things. But without that second part, it's no different from just making up a story that fits all the facts you already know. So the fact that you can make new facts, learn new things about nature is key. So, yeah, so the nuclear stuff, we can't see that stuff. We can't see air. Right. We can't see germs. Yeah. But we know those things behave in a certain way because we've come up with the narrative that tells us how those things work and then those narratives get checked, right? We understand how diseases spread and stuff right, like that. Right, but so is there ever, uh, in terms of science, a way where there's two different explanations that can yield the same result? Ultimately, one of those, um, that's a great question. Uh, Thank you. They <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> a it's, it's a really important question. So you have, they can yield the same results and if you can't otherwise tell them apart, you tend to be pragmatic, and you pick the one that's a simpler explanation. Oh, interesting. Um, but ultimately what happens is that one of them ends up predicting something that you can verify, and the other one predicts differently, and the answers don't, and, you know, okay. nature doesn't So you're never going to get conflicting explanations for the same phenomenon. If you do, you pick the simpler one. 
That's usually what Simpler happens. just because scientists don't want to deal with it? No, simpler because... That's the nature of nature. Because you th- that's just how our experience works. The okay. I- if there's a... You know, a great example is um, uh, understanding... You know, people looked up in the sky. Right. Right? Um, right. Long, lo- you know, we've been doing that ever since we've finished, find finished finding the food, and now where it's nighttime, what do you do? It's not time right. to you sleep yet. You had intercourse, you're right. lounging, exactly. it's like that post-coital cigarette, e- and you're looking up at the sky. There's stuff, there's points of light up there, they're moving, right? right. Wh- okay. Why is that? Okay, and for a long time, people had a long, elaborate story about, you know, fleets of angels moving these heavenly like bodies that. around, and it was great, it was yeah. good, right? And you go, well, how come that one's moving that f- different way? We go, oh, well, those are the blue angels, and those are the red angels, and those are the angels with chariots, and those are the angels, right? All right. good. Right, it's a story. They really believe that. And they really believe that there were angels with chariots. Yeah, and it was like, oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it fits the facts. Right, right, right. But then, some years later, someone, Newton, right, um, wrote down one simple equation, right, which now gets called Newton's universal law of gravitation. Okay. And from that, you do a series of calculations, and that one equation for the law of gravity tells you how all those different bodies move. So they're both explanations fitting the facts. One is way simpler. You don't need a whole bunch of different kinds of angels and explain. Well, you can't really verify the angel bit. Well, my point is, is that it fits the story. Right. But then ultimately, Newton's laws of motion tell you new things. You 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 predict predict the new the existence of new planets. Right. You can use those same laws to put a rocket um, into orbit and and put people on the moon. You can't do that with the angels things quite so well. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they may discover right. <laughs> as so far as I know, I, I'm going to j- b- bounce all over the place because I'm so overwhelmed with this stuff. So bounce away. you have, but things like atoms with the protons and the ions and the neurons or whatever, <laughs> can people actually see that with a microscope, or is that all theoretical? No. Um. So, uh, our understanding of those things predated us being able to see them. Okay. We have since built better instruments that can help you, essentially, um, image. Uh, the effects of a lot of that stuff essentially okay. see them. Okay. Um, but but uh, but that you know the the instrumentation was behind our understanding of them. So they came up with the protons and and all that stuff and that charge and molecules mm-hmm. before they could even yep. see them. Yeah. Just thinking about it and doing experiments and uh, mathematics, putting it all together. Ex- what kind of experiment can you do to d- determine if if matter is made up of molecules? Ah, well, you you well, two things. Something I can do at home? Yeah. Okay, right? cool. Let's so do it. Do it well, yourself. You know, you can. Uh, so the molecular structural stuff came from just doing dots of chemical. If if you go well, there's these different substances which you can see. Right? Here's right. a bunch of salt. Here's a bunch of sugar. Here's a yep. bunch of water. These are different things, and you go well. Maybe they're made of different molecules that fit together in different ways, right? You may make that up for whatever reason. Right. But then you have chemical reactions that can turn stuff into other stuff. Right. And so you can actually measure the different quantities and you can you can get, you know, oxygen or hydrogen out of the water by doing the right kind of experiments. You can you can separate out the salt and get stuff out of the salt. So you can do you can move the stuff around even if you can't see it and make new things out of old things or combining things and then you can keep track of how it all fits together and eventually see that your molecular theory is at least predicting you know you can predict new substances and you can make it and there it is. Right. And, and so even that theory of there's a positive and negative charge all within all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so positive and negative stuff. Uh, the, the you know different charges. 
that all came from doing experiments. You know, the famous thing people do where you 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 maybe rub a balloon and your 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 charge um, you get charged and then it makes if you have the right kind of hair you do right, right? Uh, it stands on end right 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 because yeah the I thought the you char- said I had hair I don't have <laughs> hairy arms <laughs> oh right oh okay, no, I don't right, have that but right. people with hairy arms from the Mediterranean could probably also do it exactly, on their arm and right? get like a hair hard on right because you have all of those uh, charges they're all the same they're repelling so this hair stands on end because they're trying to get away from each other because they have those, oh, those excess right. charges okay and so you can and you like can electric shock when you're rubbing yourself yep, on a rug yeah sometimes right. I get excited and I rub myself like a puppy on a there rug there you go nah. there you go <laughs> do it yourself right yeah <laughs> and uh, and so you get you get so you can do everyday experiments and deduce a lot about stuff you can't see um, through the whole business of deduction. It's a detective story. Right. I like that. I like detective work. I don't like true crime. I find it morbid. Yeah. But did they discover the charges before they discovered electricity, or did did, did electricity come first, and then Um, they kind of thought about charges? Well, um, if you you enlarge electricity to include the phenomenon of lightning, uh, you know, people knew about lightning, and and, uh, they probably didn't connect the phenomena, you know, the rubbing yeah. themselves or yeah. whatever to lightning bolts, but they are connected. They are connected. Um, and uh, it's a flow of charge down from the upper atmosphere down to Earth. Right. And there's a lot of it, and so you get a huge amount of energy, thunder, lightning, all that good stuff. So that is a form of electricity. Um, it took people a while to realize that you could then put that through wires and do stuff with it, like light light bulbs and so right. on and so forth. Right, and these days just spy on everybody. That I'm, I'm a Luddite. I wish we could go back to the days of cups and a string. Well, podcasting would be tricky. Oh, though. you're right. Yeah. I could just yell. I yell a lot anyway. Yeah. Cupcasting. Well, <laughs> now, this whole, th- okay, another thing that baffles me, is time, does time only move forward? Because in terms of aging, right, everything ages, everything has a shelf life, nothing is eternal, right, even God knows planet Earth is not eternal, but who who decided that time does not move forward, and what does that even mean, and how is that applicable to our existence on this planet? Well, we, again, we only know what nature teaches us, and we've, we've, we've no understanding of, we've no experience and no observation of time running backwards as yes. far as we know. right. So it seems Except for Jane Fonda's face. There's that, yeah. there's that. Um, but as far as we know, it doesn't go backwards. Um, but, again, you remember when I said we use uh, experiments, observation, h- deduction. We also use mathematics. That's right. one of the tools right. to describe nature in all fields of science. And so mathematically, it looks like you could run time forward as well as backwards. And, uh, in fact, the laws of physics, um, almost all the laws of physics, you could run them forward and backwards, and they're just fine. So, you know, I take this... Um, this thing, I pick it up, right. and I throw it across the room, um, and the equations describing that trajectory yes. work just as well backwards. It's kind of like, you know, someone threw it this way, kind of. Okay. And so that's but it all has fine. To, but it has to initiate itself, right? Like, that's right, the yeah, difference. Right, yeah, there's that. There's that's right. the difference, okay. right? Yeah. But the actual trajectory yes. part, fine. And so, and a lot of physics works that way. And so you might go, well, why then does it only seem like stuff is moving forwards in time? Especially complex things, yes. you know, like people, yes. and and uh, you know, you take a cup and you break it into pieces. It's not going to reform. It, it, they don't tend to right. reform into a cup, and and so so that is still a puzzle. Um, we understand sort of pragmatically why it's like that, 
and there's this thing called entropy, okay. which is sort of how comp you know roughly how complicated a situation is, uh, or how many ways you can make a situation um, as it, uh, you know uh, it, it sort of increases. So the cup, you can yep. make lots of pieces out of that one cup. Right. But you can only make one cup out of those lots of pieces. So it's kind of mm, not. That's beautiful, doesn't actually. Yeah. It doesn't run both ways. So yeah. that kind of mixes, that sort of breaks the similarity between going back and going forward. Okay. So that thing seems to be present, or analogs of that seem to be present whenever you are having this sort of time only running forward thing. So people want to connect. Uh, but do scientists like believe those two things? That but that's we don't a, that, know. Okay, we don't know. So we it's still know. we don't know. We don't know. Um, people, people speculate, for example, about whether or not there are certain equations that show you you could, in principle, run time backwards and make a time machine, which would be useful. Yeah. Um, but as far as we can tell, as soon as you start doing things like going backwards in time, you start being able to do really nonsensical things. Like you could go back and stop yourself from making the time machine in the first place, which yeah, how would you go crazy. back in time? I feel like w yeah. once things have passed, they don't exist in the in the universe anymore, right? I mean, like, does, does that? Well, I mean, we don't know that either. Now we're getting deep. Well, that's only well, that's only because of that apparent rule that you right. can only go forwards. If you could go back, it's still in the universe. It's just in the universe earlier. Or, right? but it hasn't. I feel like if we go back in time, I feel like we would just go back in time, but those events wouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? Like it'll be a Table around, you know what I mean? Like you clean right. a you clean a room of furniture, right? And you come back to an empty room. Well, there you go. You're getting into the things that some of us worry about. Yeah. Trying to trying right. to trying to make sense. Trying to see if there's some sense in which you could go backwards. Right. Whether time can run backwards. What that would mean. How that would even look. Yeah. Um. And you know th that you see that a lot in in storytelling and movies and things. People love. Well, people love time. that. Well, it's yeah. also the life of a human and regret. That's the, right. the neurotic right. being. The do -over. I don't think the Buddhists are making a lot of time machine movies. As far as we know, you or know they've I mean? or they've figured it all out and they're just waiting for us to catch. That's up. exactly yeah. right. Dalai Lama is probably a thousand years old. He's been <laughs> just going back in time in a cycle. Uh, do you? Okay, two questions. What's a quark? Ah, well, um. So you were talking about molecules. Yes. So the different things that make up the different substances. Molecules are made of atoms. Yes. Atoms are basically, roughly speaking, there's a there's a there's a central core um, uh, of things called protons and neutrons, which are stuck together by something called the strong nuclear force. And then there's electrons around. That are hovering. And they sort of hover around. And how the electrons talk to each other on different ones is basically chemistry. Okay. Um, but you can go inside, you know, that stuff in Chernobyl about splitting the atom. Yes. That's splitting that central thing. Which has so much power in it that yeah. when you split it, you get the atom bomb. Oh, exactly. And um, because that energy of binding is so strong and you're, you're, you're exploiting you're that. You're fucking with it. So yeah. Exactly. So you got these things called protons and neutrons, and that, for a long time, was what we thought. That was the list. That was it. That was the list of stuff yeah. that the universe is made of. Like now a grocery looks like produce yeah, in there too. Right. Okay. It's sort of the ingredient. You know, you, yes. you you order the thing, uh, uh, the piece of furniture, and there's the ingredients, and then you put stuff together. Yeah, and there's extra screws right. you don't have, and you call <laughs> IKEA and you go, "Fuck you." Exactly. Sorry. So yes, but you've got it because what right. happened is that we realized that we tinkered a bit. We, I mean, the field the other at large. People, right. I, I was not even alive then. Um, people began to wonder about what was going on inside those components, those protons and neutrons. Okay. And inside those are the quarks. So they're particles that make up 
the particles that make up. So there's the a protons and neurons have the same kind of quark, or is it uh, qualitatively different? different? D- well, they have. Th- there's um, you have. <laughs> ridiculous. This is where we get to the stupid names. Yeah, uh, please. I like quark. Quark is, is cute. Yeah, it's quirky. But, it's quirky. But you have <laughs> you have you have six different kinds, but protons and neutrons are made of just two kinds. They're called up and down quarks. Oh Jesus! So you got you someone got was on Vicodin yeah. that day. You got two ups and a down, or two downs and an up. Um, and they can still find maybe things inside the quark, right? Ah. That's by no that's by no means the smallest uh, unit. Well, that's the big question. Um, do we find smaller particles inside the quarks? And there's no sign of that yet. Okay. Um, but there's mysteries about quarks that tell you that there's still something we don't understand. So either there are um, maybe things that are smaller. Right, right. Um, or there's some other thing that gives rise. We we would love to know, for example, why why that why there are, why is there a list of quarks? There's six of them. Yeah. What do they do? They have to have different functions. Exactly. Like different and chemicals have different quarks. No, because there'd be millions of quarks. Right. So um, you have you have different kinds, and they tend to group into you got the ups and downs, <laughs> right? <laughs> the bipolar quarks. Yeah. <laughs> you got the ups and yeah. downs, right? And and they pretty much all the stuff we know about. Um, in everyday matter is made of the ups and downs. Okay. And you throw in some electrons and some other yeah, stuff. Throw, you've got yeah, everything. Right. But there's a whole other family. You want to be ready for some other uh, silly give names? Give me some of these names. The charmed and strange quark. Wow. Right. Some fucked up scientists. Are, Where are these people yeah. at? They're in Scandinavia? Who are these people <laughs> that are just <laughs> named these? Do we know? Can I Wikipedia that shit? Yeah, you can. There's the all kinds of The strange and the what? The, 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 the charmed and strange. It's like my dating life. Okay. <laughs> right, strange right, and yeah. charmed. Okay. So you, got stra- you got strange and charmed, and these guys behave just like the ups and downs, except they're a bit heavier. So you can put them together in the same ways, okay. And you and you can make uh, uh, heavier just means that they're more electric charge. Th- th- uh, they m- have more mass, like uh, you know, like okay. They're actually bigger, like um, physically bigger, because uh, we're talking kind about of, tiny. kind of, kind of. They're it's mostly to do with the actual mass, how how you know the mass of something is is how much you have to push on it in order to get it moving. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So 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 they're just like the same as the ups and downs in terms of their charges, but they're heavier. Okay. Um. So it's uh, so so. And they, they, they like to talk to themselves uh, differently from the other ones, right? right? Are they inherently so um are they inherently uh, powerful? Like if you split a quark, do you get even a bigger bomb? Oh well, if the thing if you made the the if you made the at the the sort of the cousins of right. protons and neutrons out of them, you could do the same splitting and what have you, and you get energy from that because they bind together strongly as well. And it's as strong as the atom uh, um, uh, binding, or a little less. D- depends upon the situation. They still um, have less mass than the atoms, right? Because obviously th- these are the smaller particles within the atom. Well, uh, that's great. Um, wow, you just discovered where that <laughs> energy comes from, okay. right? So if you take up all the stuff right. that's ma- that makes up an atom, okay. and you and you sort of weighed them individually, yes, you would find that the total mass is less than if you put it all together to make the atom. Wow. So the so atom condenses the mass? That's a great question. So what happens is that there's energy to hold them together. Right. And that's called binding energy. Okay. And so the difference between the individual masses yes. and the total mass right. is the energy that you use in nuclear physics. Wow. Okay. Um, and because and the stronger the binding, the more of that energy is. So that that's what So the stronger yeah. the binding, the lighter the atom's gonna be total as opposed yeah, to its parts. Exactly. And then if you could separate those parts, you get and that you energy back. And you can fuck with that? You yeah. can mess with that? Because all atoms... Oh, so let me just ask you another question. 
every atom on its own is identical. It's the configuration that's different between different materials, or, is, or certain atoms like diff it's the difference within the atom. Yeah, they're, they're made up in different. You okay. put you put you put you put uh, different amounts of protons and neutrons that gives you the different atoms. Okay, but so yeah. the elements, the the basic chart of elements, that's as low as you can go. That's the base. You can't mess. That's what you start with. That's what you start with if you're a chemist. If you're a chemist, okay. Um, if you're a physicist, right. you tend to be interested even deeper okay. because then you can make those different elements. You can turn those different elements you into each other. You can create an atom? Can you create an atom sure, out of scratch? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. take a bunch of protons, there's like a bag of protons, exactly. bag of neutrons, maybe exactly. some quarks, and you can make it. Yeah. How do you fuck, what device do you use to do that? Use a tweezer? Like, <laughs> what, do you, what do you honestly use to create an atom like how do they store the protons well w uh, well typically they're charged and um uh uh so you can you can you can literally hold them using um electric and magnetic fields without oh. touching them okay. because they have charge and so you can you can uh, you can keep them moving until you need them and so those big particle accelerators that you hear about in yeah. in uh, various parts of the US okay. or in Europe or in other parts of the world a lot of the time, they're just storing those things to use them in experiments to, to make just other things. Just a proton things. storage center. Exactly. They're called storage rings. And you can store quarks, too, for that matter. Well, by storing protons, you're, you're storing, storing But if you want to separate the quarks, I'm saying. Um, if you want to separate can them out, you, you, yeah, yeah. you can collide them up um, together. It, it's it Typically, to separate them, yeah. they don't stay separated. In fact, you'll never completely separate quark individual quarks. Okay. They always like to bind together. Um but you can you can rearrange them just like you do those chemistry experiments in your kitchen we talked right, about right. with salt and water yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You can do the same thing at the level of quarks uh, of different kinds. But let me finish the other Please thing. Please do. I was I'm sorry. Didn't mean no, to interrupt. No, no, you were going down the charmed and the strange ones. Are, yeah, you got the charmed and the strange, right. and those kind of like to play together, just like the ups mm -hmm, and downs. Mm -hmm. And so that so we tend to call that a different family. Okay. Just because you know. Yeah, look, yeah. There's tension in families. But then there's another family. Of course. Right. And this those is sounding racist. Those are well. Those are so the two names for the two quarks there are um, depending upon your taste. It's either um, the top and bottom. <laughs> 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 you knew that was coming. Kinky. I was waiting up <laughs> right. down top body. Got bipolar um, people fucking, and that's what spurned that description. <laughs> for a while there, people uh, tried uh, truth and beauty, but it didn't really catch. Oh on. wow, that's like Sephora. There you go. Yeah. There you okay. Go. Yeah. But one of the big questions is, is that we have all of those, we can describe them, but we don't know why we have three families. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah. question. So it I might be there's some underlying structure we still have yet to discover, smaller things right. like string theory or something like that. String, oh, so um, string theory deals with that? Well, it's one of the things it tries to uh, okay. get at. Um, so far, not like successful. I feel like the probably one of the main reasons they discovered uh, all this stuff is because they're just trying to design bigger weapons. You know what I mean? They put all this money into defense, and the mm. scientists are breaking out shit. So maybe we just give a lot more money to building nuclear weapons. <laughs> maybe nuclear holocaust is looming, but then we can discover why there's quarks. It goes the other way around. Um, I would hope so. Uh, happily, yes. the history is such that um, it's curiosity-driven. We want to know why we're here. Yeah, we and then know we why abuse the, the, the knowledge. And then, uh, yeah, then, then as a byproduct, people go, oh, I can blow stuff up with this yeah. too. But yeah. it, it luckily it's driven, in my opinion, it's the right way around. It's, it's curiosity. We're yeah. just going, we're going back to what we did once we'd finished all of our nightly duties and <laughs> ate our food and we're looking up in the sky and we're going, why is that? It's the same thing. We're going, why is stuff the way it is? Can you, do you, can you utilize that kind of information also in terms of biophysics to like tackle viruses and stuff, mm -hmm. which seems to be our thing that we can't 
overcome and look at this corona mm. virus. You know what I mean? Th- there's things still developing. Does that do you think discover because our virus is obviously also made up everybody everything's made up of these particles mm-hmm. at some point, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing it out yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's a huge amount. You know, the whole field of uh, molecular biology right, right. and other related fields are all about using those physics tools and physics ideas in the context of life, in the context of biology, mm-hmm. etc. Either directly to see how these uh, things interact with our bodies or with each other, and and then you find ways of disrupting them. Um, uh, in order to to either uh, um, cure a disease or to um, create, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. right? Or, or Hate to be know, so dark today. Um, uh, things like that. Okay. Or you're using physics tools to look inside our bodies, right? A huge when you go into a hospital, it's right. a, it's a playground of amazing pieces of of modern physics, yeah. right? All that. Let all me the, describe that in a festive term. <laughs> yeah, playground. All, all that, all that nuclear physics and stuff like that that we right. talked about. Um, that is at play inside any modern hospital to help um, do things like diagnose disease, to, to look accurately inside your body and help, help uh, make, our, make us have healthier lives um, and, uh, and, and longer lives. So all that physics does get applied in a positive way. It's not just about the bombs. Now, l- okay, two other. I'm going to keep – then we're going to get into religion for a minute, but let me just ask Ooh. two more questions. So in terms of like if you go in for an MRI scan, ah. is the idea that you throw a magnet there, you're flipping all the protons or something at a certain rate, and they bounce back at a different rate, and then you get an image of different tissue that's made up of different molecular structures? So th- this is great. So MRI, uh, okay, in the old days, yes, um, uh, it used to be called NMR. Okay. They didn't um, like that acronym. Uh, uh, because the N was nuclear, and, okay. and that people found it scary. So they changed it. Fair enough. Uh, well, you know. Why? What we should what we should have done was educated people better. Yes, but not be know, afraid of yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so nuclear magnetic um, resonance or magnetic resonance imaging, imaging. Mm-hmm. and so indeed what you're doing is essentially something you know th- there's water all through our bodies and you can you can you can you can tag. Um, through responding to that magnetic field, right? You, uh, you, it's a it's a magnetic field that's sh- shaking back and forth. Okay. Um, and then certain molecules inside uh, like to shake back and forth at that same frequency. All right. So that's a resonance. Mm. You know, it's there it's, you go. it's like uh, it's like you know, you're 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 at home. Um, a car drives by on the road. And its engine makes a certain hum, and a window rattles just at that hum oh, like for some that. reason, right? Okay. Sometimes that happens, right? Rattle and it's hum. Because there's a there's yeah, there you go. Yeah. There's a there's a resonance, right? Just mm-hmm. that that hap- that frequency that that car hit just as it's going by just happened to be one that that window liked, and so it responded oh, really big time. Okay. So same thing. Um. Um. So you 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 shake the magnetic field at just the right um, right rate, and the water molecules like to respond at that rate. And then, th- so they send a signal back. Mm-hmm. That big thing that surrounds yes, you. Yes, that little yeah tunnel tags mm-hmm. those 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 uh, uh, stuff coming back out, and can trace back where they came from. You build an image of what's going on inside the body. And how is that different than an X-ray? Ah, an X-ray is doing something different. An X-ray is um, uh, an actual. You know, there's a thing. You're at the dentist, and they bring this thing up. Yes. And yes. then there's a and then the there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a camera or something, and yeah. then they, they go and hide. And turn on the thing. Right. <laughs> they give you cancer, which is, then they which go is hide. No, which is never reassuring. They give you a magnet <laughs> thing for your testicles <laughs> and your ovaries, and then they go and hide behind a, s- a screen. Uh, what's going on there is that um, the thing actually produces 
something called x-rays, and x-rays um, uh, pass through uh, soft material, um, uh, like your cheek and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but, um, but uh, harder things like bone, bone. and teeth leave, leave a shadow. And so, okay. and so you can you can make a, a an image of uh, of of what's of what's going on. I like on X-rays. Yeah, X-rays I think are great. Cool. Yeah, think they're neat. Yeah, it's 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 classic. Uh, it's it's classic uh, naming as well. Going back to this is er- early on now, right? Right. This is uh, X-rays. They didn't know what it was, so they said, "Well, it's X. We'll figure out what to call it later." And of course, it's the it name stayed stuck. stuck. <laughs> Better than top bottoms. <laughs> now, how does? I'm curious, S- a scientist who really, whose ethos is, you you have to verify, right? In order to state something is true, you have to verify it, mm-hmm. correct? You can't make any stipulation without without testing it in the field. So ultimately, it, ultimately, it may take hundreds of years, but yeah. Scientists that believe in God, mm-hmm. okay, or believe in, well, you know, how does that? How do they justify, th- how do they rectify those two, th- not rectify, what's the word I'm looking for? There's an R Reco- word. Reconcile. Reconcile. Yeah. How do reconcile those two thoughts? I, I get faith, but it's different than like I have a feeling there's somebody out there to people that actually really believe Jesus, you know, I love Jesus, our Lord, you know, Lord and Savior, but I'm not a scientist, so I don't purport to, but I'm mm-hmm. saying, what's your thoughts on that? And are you a religious in any regard? I have, I have great, I, I was brought up in a religious tradition. Um, I have great respect for it. I have great respect. For people who have religious beliefs, um, I have a lot of scientist friends who are also religious, and I do not see a contradiction on the grounds that human beings are complicated. If you laid it all out and 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 just you know in an abstract sense mm-hmm. just uh, just looked at it, you'd say yeah, there is a complica- there is a there is a contradiction there. But human beings are so much more interesting and complicated than that, and so I d- I I don't feel that uh, you know my friends who are practicing religious people and also scientists are somehow, you know, walking enigmas or something like that. I, I just think we can compartmentalize. Right. Um, they don't feel a need to actually, they see verification but in, a, in a different way when it comes to religion. Or, or you, you can su- suspend disbelief on certain, on certain parts, right? right. Um, and uh, it might be that uh, they are... Oh, and then I, you know, I should also say religion is a lot more than just a belief in some mysterious, so far unmeasured force, right? right. It's also a tradition. It's also yeah. There's a, culture. There's and also sure. culture and what yeah. have you. And there's a lot of value in that. No, that I, I get. There's, there's a lot of terrible stuff that comes from religion, yes. just like there's a lot of terrible stuff that comes from other stuff we do as humans. Right. Um, but but there's some great stuff that's you know to do with tradition and culture and what have you that that, that I'm we're talking all specifically up about yeah. like the idea uh, you know what I yeah. mean of a, of a force we can't see or the anthropomorphization mm-hmm. of that force I think that's what makes it challenge I yeah. look again I get why humans need it I get why humans use it I Not get all you humans. know no but I'm saying mm. there's obviously it seems and I'm sure they're testing this out in the world of neuroscience mm. there's some sort of comfort level some sort of brain need to you know believe in a in a higher power i think there's a there's a there's a there's a need to have a narrative yeah so there are other people who um don't necessarily find that in religion it's just as legitimate in my opinion where they the narratives they find are 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 not about you know some traditional deity or something like that but there's a narrative about the world and and why we're here and our role in it that isn't based in religion uh, which is good enough for them 
Um, so I do agree that um, the key thing that we, we, we seem to like uh, and gives us comfort as human beings is some kind of story right. that like gives stories. us some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the story can be different. And traditionally, the story has, has been couched in, in religious terms, but yeah. it, needn't, it needn't be. Sure. Um, I like when people worship the sun. You know yeah. what I mean? That made sense to me. <laughs> it does make because a lot of sense. Because I got to be out. Sun is our God. Like we, that if there's one thing we could not function without, without it's right. the sun. The sun is pretty I mean, pretty so essential. I feel like you sniff the sun out. You know what I mean? So I get, was it Ra or whatever the Egyptians mm-hmm. used to call it? Mm-hmm. That, that was a smart move. Yeah. Later on when we got into this dude or that dude or, you know what I mean, and all the fighting and the, especially the, the, the monotheistic religion. You know what I mean? Indians cover a lot of ground. They got a bunch of people mm-hmm. hanging out and. But then that's a lot of pressure for one dude to <laughs> hold up. You know what I mean? Or maybe they're going to turn into one dudette one day. Well, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's ultimately why, you know, the, the great monotheistic religions, um, uh, you know, uh, looking, for example, at Christianity, ended up being polytheistic anyway because they, they, they ended up splitting the yeah. duties right. into these three. Right, you got God and then you got his son. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then the Holy Spirit thing. But they're all God, but they're actually three. And so is it monotheistic? Is it Right, poly- yeah. I, I mean, I, I have colleagues who've, who've written books about this, right? This oh, whole business of what does it even mean to be polytheistic, um, right. um, uh, uh, um, mono, uh, and, and so on and so forth, and everything in between, uh, even though, we think it's a binary thing, one or the other. But the point is, is that it, 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 it's it's it, you know there's there's history, there's tradition, there's all of these different things that that mean that we're constantly revisiting these narratives and updating them to, to right, suit which our is needs. Yeah, which again yeah. suits our needs, as yeah. opposed to like let's redefine gravity to suit our needs. Right, right. I mean, it's a whole other ball game. Right, and that in some ways that's the difference between yeah. science and religion. Yeah, it's an interesting you, you rec- reconciliation. You don't, you don't get to make that choice. Yeah, as much with the science side. Yeah, exactly. It is right. what it is. Which is what would atheists tout, right? Like if you're going to be a, you know, I see, I believe mm. what's in front of me. I only believe what I can, you know, experience, right. experiential right. knowledge. Right. Um, even though I haven't experienced a quark, I have experienced top and bottom, <laughs> and up and down. I'm just going to keep using that punnery. Does that fall under quantum mechanics, or is that a whole other ball? Oh wax? no, that's part of the. You use quantum. Mecha- all those things I was describing there, right. um, you wouldn't understand them if, if it were not for the fact, because they obey very different rules Got from, from okay. you know, throwing the thing across the room. They obey the rules of quantum mechanics. So you, it's all part of quantum mechanics. Okay. In fact, quantum mechanics was discovered um, in the context of trying to figure out how those microscopic things who made dis- Who was the, b- the first dude that did it? Well, um, th- some of the founding people of quantum mechanics are Einstein, right. um, people like Bohr, Okay. And people like that. B-O-H-R? Uh, yeah. Okay. And uh, and then it was refined by people like Schrodinger and Heisenberg, names I'm sure you Right, heard. Heisenberg because yeah. of uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, uh, right, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's how I right. know that. Yeah. I uh, learned through TV, you know, like well, dramatizations of me- methamphetamine. Yeah. Close to my heart. <laughs> um, what are you, uh, do you, now you teach, but do you also do research? And yep. like, what's your focal point? Well, I, I so I, I'm one of those people who, um, Part of what I do tries to address some of those questions I was telling you about, which okay. is that is you know why 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 are there these three families? Uh, is there anything deeper? Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of my focus has been on something else that's really interesting, which is space and time itself, Ooh. and and how that works and break and, that and down what for that actually me for a minute. Is. 
And um, so you've heard of things like Einstein's relativity. And yeah, because like that, that EMC squared. Well, that com that comes out of it. What um, is the theory of relativity? Well, um, how long have you got? Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we got about four minutes. Oh wow! Okay, so maybe we won't go uh, quite Just that way. Just give me energy, mass times something squared or something. Well, e okay. Equals mc squared is an equation that comes out of what's called special relativity. Okay. Um. Uh. And it's it you know it goes back to your Chernobyl thing again. Okay. Which is uh it's the equivalence between um the binding energy that you know, the mass that mass difference I was telling you yes. about. Um. You liberate that as energy. So it's telling you that energy and mass are interchangeable, and that's what equals mc squared. Okay. About. And the, the reason so it the is... So the mass of the object is related to how much energy it's going to emit if you split it? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, the difference in masses between its constituents. Remember, I was right, talking about yes, that. Yes, right, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So that's a tiny amount of mass, you might go. How can you, how can, you, know, you do anything with that? Um, and that equation equals mc squared tells okay. you why. Because c is the speed of light. All right. Which is a huge number because light is really, really moves really, really, really fast. fast. Mm -hmm. You square that massive number times a tiny mass you get a lot of energy so that's it's just the way nature is set up huh. uh, uh the way we you know even what we think of as tiny amounts of mass will give what we think of as a lot of energy and then you know a given piece of material has a lot of those atoms in it so you get that factor but wait, how's that well. related to light is um, it the speed that light hits it um no oh. it's just it's just it's just a number it's just the speed of light is an important constant that shows up all over oh uh, wow physics, even if light itself isn't involved because god did that um can i just throw that sure. in there see sure see, go i gotta for see it. that's there the thing go. i'm like there god did that you're like no 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 no. <laughs> but would your scientist friends that believe in god be like yes god did um or do they have to create a whole new narrative going god created the world do they believe that god created is it just a, is it just a metaphor is it just a story? You know what I mean. I, I may not have had as detailed conversations. All with right, them I got to get some of these so re religious scientists yeah, on here. Yeah, you do that. Okay, because I'm curious. Yeah. Um. Uh. But anyway. Yeah. Relativity, without going into what it is, because we only have three minutes. Sure. Is is to do with the nature of space and time, um, and 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 making sure you you know we we're doing all this physics right. Yes. We're talking about yeah. all of that physics happens somewhere in space. Right. Exactly. Yes. And some when, which is time. So in order to fully understand it, we also need to understand. It's like you're playing a ball game, mm -hmm. right? But you've got to. It's 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 taking place in the stadium somewhere, right? Yes. And and so you've got the rules of the ball game, but you also want to know what the rules of the stadium are, right? Was well that in terms yeah. of the gas component, how much oxygen is in a room, and how that affects? Sure. Or is it just the atmosphere? It's, it's just the whole thing, the context okay. of the physics as okay. well. Okay. And then um, and then what Einstein taught us was that space and time are connected right and they're all part of one thing which we call space-time and that space-time that thing um has a has a has a has physics of its own um when it changes yes it, it can bend and change in what various does that mean ways bend? that's uh, what i'm talking about we're talking about bending exactly, time exactly. like what the fuck does that mean exactly the way to describe it is in terms of its shape okay and, and its shape um, and how you move in different shapes is what we end up realizing is gravity. And what Einstein actually discovered was that objects like you that have mass, like, yes. like you know, the Earth you or what have mm -hmm. you, they bend space-time. Just by existing in it? Just by existing in right, it. Right, they take yeah. up space. Uh, well, it's not just taking up space. They also deform the space around them. Oh, wow. So that 
when you're moving in that space, right, it curves the path you're moving in in a certain way that it wouldn't if they weren't there. Now, we have a completely other way of saying that, which is that there's a force called gravity that pulls you towards something, uh-huh. right? Einstein says there's a different way of thinking about it, which is this curvature of space-time thing. And you might go, again, oh, it's two different narratives for the same thing. Right, They're what's both the just simpler good. one? And, and the simpler one is Newtonian, but that turns out to be wrong. What? Yeah. Okay, now you're blowing my right? mind. Yeah, that, that, uh, it turns out that it's, 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 it's pretty good for describing a lot of stuff. Okay. But when you want to get really accurate and understand what's really going on, turns out that other explanation involving the bending of space-time, is the better. Einstein one, is actually better because it tells you more things. For example, it tells you how the universe began, and things like, oh, it begins to tell you how the universe began. It predicts something like the Big Bang, which we now know is true, and all of that stuff. Oh, see, I need you here yeah. for another episode, because I don't know Let's what do happened. Let's do part two. Let's do part two, because I don't know what happened before. Like, that's what all the, you know what I mean? Oh, we don't know either. That's what I'm saying. So what, you had to form, there's no something from nothing, right? I mean, there's no such thing as something from nothing. Uh, Not as far as we know. So it's like, well, the Big Bang, you know, something happened mm-hmm. and if gravity's a con maybe if gravity's a constant then the bend space-time bending thing is just you have to incorporate the the constant force of gravity in that equation don't you well what you end up doing is you no longer describe gravity as a force in that way okay what what, what people who do this astrophysics and cosmologists they now use the way einstein thinks about it or taught us to think about it which is in terms of you have space-time and its shape gets changed depending upon what's in it mass and energy right and then that tells you, and then and then it, it moves, it evolves forward, it, it expands, it does all that stuff okay. we now see happening with tel- we, that we see happening with telescopes. It forms extraordinary things like black holes, which is something else I spend a lot of time thinking about. And all of those phenomena you would not be able to describe if you just use Newton's law of gravity from from so from three hundred years ago. Is that related to like a um, a butterfly flapping its wings is going to move? air half across the universe like the mm. whole notion of if i'm walking from here to the lobby mm. um i'm bending space and time or a pathway that remains deformed for a while Does no, it no 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 okay so first of all because um you uh and I, 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 this is not this is not a commentary um because you don't have much mass um, Thank you. No, com- play. I'd rather com- be massless. Com- I gained a lot of weight lately. Compared to a planet or something okay. like that. <laughs> the, the bending of space-time that you do isn't very much. It's negligible. Um, Thank it's you negligible. for that. There you go. Thank Technical you. term. Um, and uh, and anyway, even if, y- even if it were not negligible, your presence there makes it it doesn't it doesn't stay deformed once you're gone that bending's gone okay um the, the, i the don't the leave the a bend <laughs> it's like memory foam <laughs> right you, you get out the bend's gone okay right, yeah as far as we know maybe as we in, uh, research yes. this more we will find that there are there are and people do talk about memory effects but it's a different thing kind of so next time you're yeah. on i want to talk about life after death oh how can we I'm study the, wrong the guy soul for that. And where do we go? Where do our souls go after we die? Um, right. Thank you, Clifford Don't Johnson. Don't ask a physicist to answer those I things. I know, but <laughs> I just, it just, you know, I think it's a, it's a worthy uh, endeavor to explore. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I feel like we try and understand the universe. But what people really want to understand or hope for is is the, the soul, the emotional life, like our soul, our brain, which I know people are studying the brain, but they're mm-hmm. right at the beginning of that journey, and they just keep with hypothesis. They're still in hypothesis land because it's 
I think obviously, tell me if you you know if you think I'm wrong. The brain and the cycle soul, the brain, whatever, the brain is uh, infinitely more complex than anything we're studying in physics today. Well, the brain tells you that, sure. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's the ego. I just feel like it's something we cannot. It's just so gray, I guess. Too, it's not something objectifiable. And you know what I mean? I guess an MRI, like, oh, this area lights up when you say this, and this area lights up when you watch porn, and this area. But still, beyond the idea that it's just lighting up, and I know they have theories about memory and how mm. certain memory memories are formed, but we're really at grade zero we're, in terms of understanding that. We're a little bit further than you zero. Think? Yeah, okay. there, there's a lot of amazing research um, on, on localizing a lot of brain function and, and understanding it. It, it 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 is it is completely different from understanding what you might call the mind or consciousness yes. and things like yes, that. Yes, I guess that's what um, I'm referring and to. And you can separate these two things out, and may maybe you can separate them out completely. Who knows? But um, but uh, but there there is a lot of really amazing research on on that. Obviously, not my field, but um, but uh, you know, th they're 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 beyond just being at, at ground zero. As okay, it were. okay. Um, and uh, but. But uh, was I going to say? But yeah, objectively, if you just take the brain and and and, and say it is this this complicated uh, system, just mm -hmm. by looking at how yeah. it's configured, it is uh, by far um, uh, the most complicated thing um, uh, that, that you know that we've ever encountered. Right. So uh, I was pretty right about so that. So yeah, statement. I was. Come I on, was. You're uh, just giving me a hard time. I was giving you a hard time because it is kind of it. ironic that the thing that I tells know, you like that the is brain the brain tells itself. You that. Yeah. I know. Well, I had a neuroscientist on here a year ago. Oh, okay. There and you he, we talked about dreams, but he also talked about how, because um, I said consciousness, like you know, there has to be something more. The fact that we are aware, like we can step outside and look. And mm. he goes, "There's a part of the brain that you stimulate." that makes you feel like someone's watching over you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so that mm -hmm. was the whole idea. You know what I mean? So it kind of demystified because we always have there's something more and there's energy and there's, you know, I feel a connection. Mm. And it's just all synapses just firing specific, you know what I mean? Like sure. you zap that area and I feel like God's watching over me or my, mm -hmm. my you know, my late cousin's watching over mm -hmm. me. No, it's just evolutionary survival, you know what I mean? Make us feel better, yeah, but safer. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't think that makes them less important no, or impulses it's just or what a little have you. I don't know. Um, it's just a little too scientific. It takes a little of the beauty out of I, it. I disagree. I, okay, I well, you're I a think scientist, guy. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm biased, but I, this business where people go, well, the you know, you understand, you know, people go, oh, well, you know, I can tell you a great deal. Take this flower and I can tell you what's going on in that flower right, right, right down to the level of quarks. And people go, well, doesn't that make it less beautiful? No, no, I don't agree. I think it makes it no, more beautiful. It makes it more beautiful. I agree with so you on same, that. So same with the brain. Okay. Same with understanding some of these things that we may have thought were to do with our you know our dead grandmas tapping us on the shoulder yeah. but now we know it's this neurological thing it's still really cool it's cool it just it's like when you're like i look i i'm a terrible dater and i'm single but people that find their soulmate then they end up finding no it has to do with smell that we can't even smell you know what i mean you smell a dude and you feel like oh my god this is the person with nothing to do with their personality there's something just inherent in their odor in your subconscious that makes you feel like it's a right match. But that's still awesome. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying, I'm so cynical anyway about finding the right person. It's also it really useful. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess. Because you know probably you're not going to be able to hang out with that person for right. the rest of your life if the smell wasn't right. So I like Old Spice. I feel oh, like anyone okay. that wears Old Spice. I know there it's a little go. dated, but I still find <laughs> it really sexy. I don't know why. I don't need all the new fragrances. I like a nice man. There you go. Rugged man with old. Just a 
little note there for all the listeners out there. Mm. I'm going to have you back, Clifford. Oh, um, I hope if you're if you're able to. Well, I, assuming I I, I, I uh, you know I, I was okay and you were uh, fantastic. Uh, if you get a lot of angry email that you know yeah from the religious <laughs> the, r- the right. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned. Uh, next week we're going to have Andy McDowell on as well. Please go to the website www.xraepod.com and subscribe to the podcast available on iTunes. Obviously, if you're listening, you know where it is. But share with friends, folks. Get the word out, especially people that don't know shit about physics. This is an especially fun one. I loved having you on. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. This is Raylan Casper-White signing off.